your eyes and let your imagination take you wherever you want to go. Welcome to the Nephology Podcast, where we discuss topics ranging from science, biology, health, and living well in today's world. Let's get on with the show. All right, well, welcome to the first inaugural podcast from Nevology.com. And I'm with Miss Neva Baines. And Neva, I cannot say your last name to save my life, so maybe you can help me with that. You're, 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 Believe me, even in my mother tongue, many people cannot say it properly. So, <laughs> so if I just call you Dr. Baines, is that okay? That's perfectly okay. okay. You can or, even call or, me or, or you know, so um, you know, I we I, we were just talking, and I was just letting you know about the uh, the new lockdown here. Well, I guess it came out of the mayor of Austin today that there was locking down and stay at home, shelter in place laws until December fifteenth, and uh, it's pretty. What does that mean? I mean. They, they're they're making employers keep their people in 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 um at home. Um, you know everything's locked down until December fifteenth to try and curb the the spread of the coronavirus. So it's kind of interesting um, that uh, you know it's it's interesting with the facts that you know schools are trying to open. They've got all these other things uh, that are that they're trying to get going, but I, you know it's kind of. It almost seems like a like an impossible feat to to keep all this going without you know without expanding the spread of this thing and, and it's 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 a uh, obviously it's highly contagious and and um, um, you know I, I I don't know if anyone knows what the correct response is I mean I know I know you've got to be safe and you got to social distance and, and all that is somewhat proven to work. Um, I just saw an interesting article today about uh, about how kids were were carrying viral loads of the disease now, and and we're just uh, uh, spreading this thing like wildfire, and that's coming out of Florida, and um, um, so they're kind of re- re-guessing now. Well, should we be opening the schools now? I don't know. I don't know how much of this is gaslighting or or you know just 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 trying to cause a stir, but, but um, you know, the reality you know what? I don't understand why is it specifically for Austin till December 15th. We are in August. Yeah, well, so, it just came out uh, today. It's very amazing, for a very long time. It, it might be all related to uh, uh, the positive case rate, you know. It must be suddenly uh, just... Uh, an enormous number and percentage because till December and in within a one night meet decision, this is this is telling a lot actually. Yeah, so so I here in Austin, I think they had uh, they were running out of ICU beds and everything, and they had uh, they had turned the convention center into a a remote hospital for coronavirus patients. So so mm. um, now again, how many people are on that? I think. I think the strain has come off the ICU, um, you know, the hospitals. But at the same time, I don't think they want to just reopen everything, you know. So there's like, I guess they have these like, 
um, these various levels of of detection or or circumstances that you can operate in, and I, I believe right now we're we're up until December fifteenth at level four, which then level one I guess is the worst. So it goes it cascades back into into um, what what restrictions are on businesses and folks and everything. But but yeah, as of today, it just came out uh, ten minutes. I just saw it right before before I was talking to you that said yeah until December fifteenth it's a shelter in place. Well, we will see. Maybe it just it might just turn out to be whole through Texas. You know, uh, this is pretty new, so I I have difficulties to just guess why this decision was made. So it would be really nice to know. Um, we will we will hear tomorrow morning uh, some explanations. I bet because uh, it's not for only two weeks or for a month. Till yeah. December 15th. Yeah, I mean, it's the rest of the year. So, I mean, you know, what does that do to our economy? What does that do to just a lot of things? You know what I mean? It is going to, uh, in a way, paralyze um, in many ways the life. And, uh, well, this is, of course, pretty crazy because uh, this means that um, the traveling in and out from Austin, that is going to be also pretty much limited you know um, when they lock down a city or an area um, the traveling is very much limited too so um, that, that sounds pretty scary but, um, but as I said sometimes um, in pandemics they make that kind of announcement as a precaution and then after that uh, if, um, if they follow the infection rate if the infection rate seems like it is going back to uh, not that scary and then uh, that might be announced off so let's hope that happens yeah I, I, I hope so it's just you know the the, the, the um, I think what they're trying to do is, is bring you know bring down the curve of this thing and the spread of this thing but I Again, I, I, it's just, it's so highly contagious. Um, I just don't know how, I, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know if this is going to become, I, and no one knows, I don't know if this is just going to become the new normal for everything. You know, I hope not. I really do hope not because this this cannot be new normal. This is, this should be a temporary uh, situation, temporary type of life. Um, but you know why this is happening right now and what I am thinking is uh, there's too much confusion in public and people don't know anymore um, what is serious what is not so constant discussions uh, among the people like some people are extremely scared and almost having paranoia and then some other group definitely don't believe and just think that this is just a political game so um, that kind of hesitation can cause people to make mistakes. And I think there should be a very serious explanation to public. Um, what is the situation and the uh, infection rate and why these uh, closed downs are ongoing and uh, how it is going to support uh, support the um, pandemic spread and how uh, the people will uh, continue this way because first of all if people cannot go to work or oh, there's already 
tons of economical strain in people's life. How will people uh, survive this? Yeah, that's my thought. It's just like, you know, uh, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, I'm not exactly sure. And um, uh, it's just, just, just saw that today and I was just like, oh no. You know, um, when you're, when you're praying for things to get better and it's just like, wow. You know, now this is You know what, Roland? Now we have been uh, because we are we were not ready to just news, and it's very difficult to have a conversation about something that we both are in shock because it's not expected. I mean, I was just uh, uh, thinking that uh, this is. Uh, we were in the curve that it is going down, and now when you said that, this means that no. It is climbing up. Right. Well, they're, they're, you know, they're trying to bring it down, though, and I think that's why they're doing this. It's because there was a big strain on all our ICUs. But, but you know, as, as um, you know, I know you have concerns because you're about to travel um, to, your, to your homeland to see your parents. Yeah. yeah and, I mean, that, that, that itself is, is stressful. I mean, because you've got a quarantine there, quarantine coming back. Um, yeah, you can imagine a month already gone with quarantine, two weeks when I arrived to Europe to see my over 80 years old parents. And then when I come back, two weeks quarantine here, so one month is gone. And I will have only uh, almost 10 days to see my parents and then come back. And it is also uh, not only, you know, think about this. Um, Myself, I'm putting myself into the uh, risk because uh, I'm, I'm flying almost 13, 14 hours and I'm in the airport hours waiting because I have plane exchanges and then I'm going to restrooms, which is number one place to get this virus, believe it or not. <laughs> As a medical microbiologist, uh, this is the thing I always try to make people understand that it's really the restrooms that spread this virus. Yes, it is an airborne infection, but they found the virus in um, the poop. (laughs) So when you go to the toilet and then when you flush the toilet, if there is no lid on the toilets, the uh, virus just uh, is all in the air and then if you don't have a mask in the restroom and uh, you are just inhaling this virus and you are being infected it, it was oh my I god I didn't even that. think of th- I didn't even think of that wow yeah, yeah really? it was about a month ago believe it or not it's just uh, it has shocked me too so I, yeah. I've got a I've got a question for well well, yeah. okay, so I got a question now. This is going to sound a little weird and a little funny, but but so if someone has bad intestinal gas <laughs> and they're crop dusting, <laughs> can they be well, spreading? The, you know what I mean by crop dusting? <laughs> they walk by you and they fart. Can they can they spread coronavirus? <laughs> well, they they might be. Um, That's it's, interesting. It's, I know. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's like. A, because it has been uh, found in the poop. I don't know if anybody has analyzed any um, gas to see if there's virus, but uh, oh my God. it's very likely. Uh, uh, the main research was made in England, mm-hmm. and in England they said that, okay, in public toilets, most of the public toilets don't have toilet lids. 
you know, mm -hmm. because they just said, oh, you need to close the lid before flushing the toilet because you are just spreading the virus if you are a carrier and if you have that virus. Mm. But when you go to public toilet and if there's no lid, what so, do you do? So this goes back to my initial question that I was just, I was just watching the news and they were saying that these kids... There's these asymptomatic kids that are walking around with extreme high levels of coronavirus that are not showing any symptoms, but they have viral load, like they're, they're carrying viral loads of this thing. So if they go to the restroom, so think about this scenario. They go to the restroom. Another child walks in there to go to the restroom. Um, yeah. They can easily start spreading this thing that way as well. That's why uh, uh, when we were discussing how to uh, open the schools again. Mm -hmm. We need to really train the kids that way because they need to learn that there will be a limited number of students in the schools, uh, in, the, in the restrooms, and then um, you have to wear a mask even if there's nobody in the restroom because there might be somebody just before you entered and flushed the toilet. Wow. And you're protecting yourself by having a mask and the other interesting thing is that uh, you know we tell our kids to wash your hands uh, 20 seconds and just watch any child and when they are washing their hands it's never 20 seconds right 20 seconds really require thoroughly rubbing and then I was just telling the other day um, you know we have eye pencils that we make makeup yes uh, those are, most of them are um, water resistant. So you need to really rub to take it off. So I was just telling that if any child is going to restroom, take an eye pencil and put a little cross on their hand and say, okay, go and wash your hands. If he comes back with the cross on the hand, nope, you didn't wash it well. Go back to it, you know, and wash well, it. That's a great idea. You see, I don't, yeah. I don't know if this information is getting out there to people. You need to, need to. No, I mean, it's just a personal opinion. It's just well, <laughs> because no, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a very inexpensive way to make sure that they're, you know, and very simple and easy. And uh, in the schools, I mean, it's not a difficult thing. It's just I was thinking the other day when I was washing my face and trying to take my makeup off. I was like, I'm rubbing and rubbing. I was like, hey, why don't we use eye pencils on people, you know, in the schools when they are going to right, right. It's good on their yeah, hand. For the small children, <laughs> absolutely. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. it can be used. And also... Um, you know what? I, I am very, very against um, uh, creating paranoia on kids. I mean, this is probably um, worse pandemics among the kids. They are so scared. Have you ever talked to any kids nowadays, Roland? No, I don't. I, you know, I check on I, I check on all my friends' kids because, you know, obviously they're, they're like, my friends are like my siblings, you know. If I've got, I was blessed with with uh, very, very good friends. And you know some of my friends uh, and their children. Um, yeah, um, they, I mean, kids are very, very scared. I mean, when you are talking to them, they are not trusting anyone and they are fearful of death. And the other day, uh, one of my friend's daughter was uh, washing her hands and then mother noticed little scars on the hand. And then she takes her to dermatologist and says, why she has scars? And the doctor looks at it and asks this um, seven years old little girl, 
how often do you wash your hands? And the girl says, every 15 minutes. Mm. And she said that I was shocked. Yeah, well, Why? Well, because there are bugs that uh, may kill us. That's why I'm washing my hands. And doctor has said, no, you don't need to wash that often. You need to wash your hands when you go to restroom or when you go out and when you are shopping with your mother, when you come back, and then, then you can wash. And she said that I couldn't believe my very own child has created a paranoia. And uh, then uh, she said that that night I couldn't sleep. I was so worried about my daughter. And I noticed even in the midnight, this child wakes up and goes to the restroom to wash her hands. How much she's scared in this little age. She's scared of death and she thinks that she needs to wash her hands even when she's sleeping. She just wakes herself up. This is a seven years old child. Goes to wash her hands and now she's trying to find a psychologist to treat her. Can you believe that? Mm. I mean Yeah, she created her own phobia. Well wow, that's 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 Yeah, yeah. That's, it is uh, really sad. I mean we we need to think about those things too. And uh, that's all about right education, the uh, right T V programs. Uh, nowadays everybody is talking. I think right people need to talk on um T V. Right uh, educators should talk. Even child psychology experts needs to talk. Right. Um, and there should be some balance. And I don't think anybody pay attention to, attention to that. We microbiologists, honestly, like to scare the public a little bit that they are more careful. But there's a, um, there should be a balance in that <laughs> if you go to extreme. Right, right. No, I get that, it. That is causing another problem. I get it. Yeah, it's, it's it's just a difficult situation all the way around, and and obviously, you know, there's also uh, there's uh, I have a friend who's struggling with. Well, do I send my kids to school? Do I not send them to school? Obviously, it's a damned if you do and damned if you don't situation because his kids are extremely young, and he's like, these are the times where they start building social skills to deal with other people, right? And if they don't ever get that experience, you can't get it back later in life. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Well, it, actually, people look at this uh, like, okay, this is a short period of time. The pandemic may last till 2022. Right. To be honest. And you cannot lock down the kids till 2022. Right. We all want kids to be safe. And parents can't say, what are you talking about? I'm not sending my kid to schools. That is absolutely, I can understand. But... Um, <laughs> While you are protecting them, uh, you may be harming their psychology, which may last in the rest of their lives. Right, right. I'm not a psychologist, but I have a couple of friends uh, that was telling me about this, that especially in uh, primary school kids, uh, the trauma, psychological trauma that they may receive today may last forever in their lifetime. It's, it's unbelievable. And we need to think about this too. And of course, we need to also have a correct measure uh, about the rate of um, pandemic. How, um, how many uh, uh, positive uh, cases is announced in the school area? 
for instance, in Scandinavia, uh, Sweden, Norway, uh, Finland, if in a school district, um, every 100,000 person, only five person and less people are daily sick. The schools are open, but if it is more than five, they close the schools. You know, I was, I was listening to NPR while I was driving today, and they, were, they had um, an official from the state of Florida on mm-hmm. who was talking about how they were having success with, with school where teachers are, are, you know, the six feet apart. They don't go walking down the aisles anymore. They just stay at front. The kids yeah. are all separated six feet apart, and, and it seems to be working. But, and it's so weird because you get that side of it, and then you get you get on you turn on the news and it's like 1900 children in one day have been infected you know with coronavirus from school and it's like it's like so what is it is it they're having success or or is it did 1900 kids get it in one day in the state of Florida and they found out that 50 to 60% of the kids are now carrying viral loads of the stuff and are asymptomatic but are spreading the stuff so I, I understand that, though, but uh, think about this. I always um, name this a double standard. I mean, um, if you are uh, not sending your children, your child, to school for protecting them, and then you are taking the same child to a birthday party of a friend, that doesn't make any sense, does it? No, 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 I, I, and I get that. I, I understand all that. But what, what I'm saying is it seems like the news is so far gapped either, either to one way or the other that there's no middle ground of reality getting back to what you were saying. Like, I, I, I think people need to be factual and talk about what has actually happened than actually, you know, you got this guy from a school district saying, oh, yeah, it's all great. Everything's going smooth. Everything's going well. And then you turn on the nightly news and it's like, oh, 1,900 kids were infected in one day. And they're all carrying viral loads of, of coronavirus. And they are just like, they're, they're asymptomatic. Uh, they don't show the symptoms, but they're spreading the disease everywhere. So which is it? You, you, you see what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, which, which makes it extremely difficult for anybody to make a... a um, a logical decision. You you understand what I'm saying? It is. Uh, I love the word logical decision, uh, but unfortunately uh, nowadays people are not concentrated on logical decision. In my opinion, they are concentrated on political decisions. Yeah. So a logical decision require a logical thinking, and logical thinking then you need to know a little bit science, and you need to know about. Uh, infectious disease and how it spreads and the, uh, how you need to protect the society from that and how the tests that we are using uh, for diagnosing uh, if the patient has this virus, what's the um, uh, success rate of the kits, we call this kits, that we are making tests if people have this virus or not. And there are companies that they just say, some of them are just, (laughs) I just heard, I couldn't believe my ears. They said that, well, there is a possibility that it's 25% false positive. I was like, well, how do you make a kit if you ain't even got the virus mapped out because it's changing? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. How do you make something that, that, 
that is going to test for this. Um, and that, and that, that's the part I don't get either, is like, you know, how accurate are these tests? Um, it, it seems yes, like it's, it's, more, it's more crisis management and communication versus factual communication. And, and, and obviously, there, and I'm not the kind of person to say this doesn't exist. There is a disease. There is a virus that is spreading. It's highly contagious. But, you know, how contagious is this? I mean, like, you know, I mean, um, is it, does, does, the, does the put in place the, the mask and the six feet work? And if that's the case, then can we go about our daily lives? You know, if everybody follows that. Um, and if they, if they don't, then, you know, obviously um, you get the spread of this thing. And, and again, you know, I'm looking at being locked down here in Austin, Texas to now December 15th. Which is kind of nuts. <laughs> I, I, you really shocked me with that news. It, it is something that right after our conversation, I will look at that and find out what was the explanation for this very serious decision. What has really happened? It's it's very, very important decision. And we are not far away from you. We are in Houston, you know? Right, right. And, and y'all had a really bad, well, according to the news, it was really bad there. The ICUs were, were getting overran. And, and it is true, yeah. Here it, it was also in a very high rate, but we haven't heard about this kind of lockdowns for right. now. So this was the mayor <laughs> that I think enacted this today. So it's just kind of interesting um, because it was, I think, the last, the last of it was supposed to be somewhere in September, like September 15th or something, but they just extended it out to December. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of nuts. You so. know what we should discuss uh, in one of our other, um, since you will be locked down and we will have lots of conversations coming in the future. <laughs> There's not much to do other than just talk and discuss uh, um, and bring some new information to people probably. Well, well, I think we found out something here today that was kind of interesting that I never knew. I learned something new today. I learned that, you know, that, uh, that the, the virus has been found in fecal matter, in, in feces, and, and that if there's fumes in the air that you could be breathing it in. That's something I did not know. Yeah, it is, uh, it is an amazing discovery. But I think we need to discuss with you in other... Um, podcast uh, how um, you uh, feel and think can change your immune system and how actually you can welcome the virus to your body just by thinking oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you it's can... scientific I mean we are not going to talk about anything out of science because there are scientifically proven um, how our body function yeah no i yeah. understand you can will your own destiny there you know you can you can worry yourself into being sick you know? oh yeah i mean yeah, yeah. you can just welcome by just thinking and with, right. and number one is fear you know the fear is uh, number one uh reason to kill your immune system and also um locking yourself down is I mean, you can be in your house, but still you can be very active. That's, we need to maybe discuss what people should do when they are in their home and um, how can they get over this because we are all in this problem. And um, if you just all the time underline what the problem is, 
you're in the problem. But if you are in the problem, but you are mentioning how to deal with it, I think it's very important. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I applicable, agree. easy to apply solutions. Right. It's not, we are not going to say drink a lot of water. Out of a thousand people, 999 knows that I need to drink a lot of water. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows I need to drink water. You need to exercise. Oh, yes. They know that too. But there are things that is not very much mentioned and it's really important. So we can bring those kind of um, easy to apply and helping your immune system um, and strengthening your immune system. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be an, a wonderful topic to discuss in our next podcast, yeah. actually. You think about that. I was actually reading through your blog and um, just switching a little bit of hats here. And um, um, you had a wonderful kick concoction for bringing down cholesterol and high blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I'm going to give that a try myself. <laughs> Not that I have it yet, but I think I'm, I'm you know. <laughs> I, I mean, um, I am uh, aware that today's technology, Internet, brings lots of information to people and different and interesting solutions to problems. And uh, and some of them are for selling a product or uh, selling a, an idea. You know, in in uh, neurology, we don't have any product to sell, and we are not <laughs> selling any product. And everything, every information is free. And why we are doing is um, only for bringing some awareness. Why? It's because it's part of um, our job as a human being to our society. And if everybody would share their information without having any other agenda, I mean, don't get me wrong. It is, it's not a bad thing to, you know, sell a product, of course. I mean, if, if you have a product and you will obviously um, sell that product, but... Also, without having any of that kind of agenda, I, I wish people would have their websites and then people give just free information away. That way we will help each other and we are trying to make this world a little bit easy to live because it's getting every day more and more difficult and we will have even more problems coming. I mean, I don't want to now draw a very pessimistic picture here but this is the reality because there is constant um, pollution and uh, there's nothing in that sense that we are trying to correct that and everybody knows but nobody moves their finger to change anything so this means that coronavirus may one day slowly disappear but another pandemic may come it can be coronavirus mutation, or it can be totally different virus, or even a bacterial pandemic. So, we don't know. But yeah. if you just share information, I think then we know, because there are so many expertise and so amazing ideas that, that you can just bring it up and just tell your opinion and maybe... You can help one or two person. That even that is enough. You don't need to reach 
millions or thousands, I am very happy if I give one information and it helps even one person. It's yeah. worth a million for me. Well, you know, we, you know, just 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 sitting here talking to you today for this last 30, 40 minutes, I learned something new today. I, hey, I did not know that, and I'm going to share that information with some of my friends and who have children who are going to school. So, hey, make sure you tell the kids to. I did not know that. I, you know, that was, and you know, maybe some of some of my friends are also school teachers, and they deal yeah. with, the, with the with the pre K kids. I'm going to tell them, hey, that's a good idea to use the the eyebrow pencil on their hands. If they can <laughs> wash that off, then they wash their hands really good. And it's a it's a it's a very no nonsense, very inexpensive fix to you know exactly to 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 to, to monitor that. So. Um, Especially for the little ones, the little, you know, the, the, the little ones. So, yeah. Yeah, they will take this like a game also. Right, right. <laughs> they will enjoy. I mean, if you make a child uh, learn something and apply something, you need to make it like a fun for them. Mm-hmm. So, you can just throw a little uh, coronavirus like shape, you know, with the little spikes and mm-hmm. then say, okay, now go and wash it off. Yep. Go wash it off. Yep, that's a that's really a good idea. I, yeah, I really like that one. So I tell you what, I think um, I think we touched a couple of things here today, and and this, like I said earlier, this was our, our first stab at our initial podcast for Dr. Baines here. And um, for those that uh, have not seen her bio, she's a a microbiologist. Uh, Microbiologist, um, biologist, yeah. Virologist, whatever, biologist. Um, she was at NASA, um, and she's, you know, she's way smarter than I would ever want to ever think I am. I could, <laughs> could <ever> be. <laughs> and, and um, you know, has done some really cool stuff, that, and probably seen some really cool stuff that, that, uh, that um, I can only fathom, you know, being in that environment. But... Um, I think we had a pretty decent conversation today, and I'm I'm kind of armed with some new information and excited to share that with some of my friends. So, so you know, you may get your wish today that you helped out a couple of people. <laughs> Thank you, Roland. I think uh, um, we start from here and then we continue. And if, if people are interested in, then uh, we can talk about what I have done in the past, what I have done in NASA, and uh, we can talk about what I have done in other countries. I have been many different countries making research. So, um, it will be interesting. Folks, just to let you all know that um, we're building a new website. It'll be neurology.com. And you'll be able to leave audio comments um, on our on our post and our, and our and on our podcast, so you can leave us an audio comment if you have a question for Neva that she could potentially answer. Now, I, you know, um, I don't have much in that. I don't have much in that in that game. I mean, I I've got I've got thoughts and maybe some thinking outside the box. But uh, if you really want to get a question answered with some pretty good scientific background and and some maybe no nonsense, she's your gal. <laughs> so, so, in saying all that, um, I guess we can sign off here. And um, until next time, and my friend, if I don't see you or talk to you again um, before your flight um, um, home, be safe. And um, I know you're going to be out of pocket because you're in quarantine and everything else. And you've yeah. got a, I, I guess you're almost 24 hours with a mask on, which is 
You made a funny joke about it, but it's not funny. That, that the coronavirus going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I may not die because of coronavirus, but I may die because of the carbon dioxide. mask is crazy, yeah. In light of a, of a stressful situation, and that's all you can do. So I wish you, you know, safe travels, and, and, I, and, I, and I hope that it all goes well and you get to see your folks and, and give them a big, big, big hug because, you know, they are, they are elderly and they're on the other side of the world. <laughs> so. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Roland. All right. Well, you have a good night and uh, look for us at, or look for Neva. Um, I'm kind of, I, I kind of spot in every once in a while. Uh, but uh, look for Neva at Nevology.com. Right, thank you. Good night. Good night.